0: fierce fan media is that a thing do not a lot of people wrong fruit? with regular mountain dew? why don't you google mountain dew
1: well i think number one like <laughs> n- nobody drinks regular soda after age like 20 25 like at least diet
0: it's because i ran out of my zero sugar um root beer oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i ran out today so this is what i had left I mean, is it and really Mount that Dew bad. Is just gross? Google, Google it if you want to. Well, maybe you don't want to know. Sometimes <laughs> ignorance is bliss.
1: It's so teenage boy.
0: Oh, well, whatever. It's <laughs> yeah. like a code red in there or something. Remember that? Yep. That's what I used to chase my vodka with <laughs> Mountain <laughs> Dew code red? Yes. Dirty bird in Ugh. high school. Oh, my God. I used to chase my vodka in high school. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. oh my god it's amazing we grew up to be functioning members of society i oh, know no. i mean we're pretty functioning right this i know <laughs> i'm not even drinking vodka with it i'm just drinking mountain dew so <laughs> yeah ah <laughs> uh, good evening everybody welcome to the weekly wind down i am jackie d the literary lesbian
1: i'm stacy the new age old school mom
0: i am julie the lipstick lesbian. Got a lot of lot of lesbians on here tonight. Hey. I guess we always outnumber you people. Yep, you, you do. people, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you breeders,
0: you fucking breeders. Well, I mean, I guess we bred too. So,
1: yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: you accidental breeders.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I am drinking Robert Mandabi. Private selection, California Pinot Noir. Ooh, I love Pinot Noir. Me too. This was leftover. I believe Debbie brought this to the Christmas party. So I'm I'm working my way through the wine that was left at the Christmas party.
2: You guys so are always drinking leftover private. wine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it's leftover because all the parties are real <laughs> expensive. So it'd be cheaper <laughs> if I just bought cases of like good wine.
1: Yeah. I was thinking about that today. Like, I wonder if, like, because I drink cheap enough wine, it's, like, $12. Like, is it cheaper to buy a case or is it? Yes. I can you find a case for, like, under $12 a bottle?
0: You can. It, Costco. Oh, uh,
1: Yeah, true.
0: You can get the uh, Menage a Trois red blend. It's, like, $6.50 a bottle.
1: Oh, I don't drink that anymore, though. Okay, we'll get the white one oh okay well if they have it um i'm drinking the robert mandavi buttery chardonnay oh look at us robert
0: mandavi all the way buttery chardonnay i think we've already covered this i'm drinking a mountain dew it's not diet or zero sugar (laughs) i'm just drinking a mountain dew sorry such such a rebel Okay, so um, the first thing that we're going to cover, and it's because I got two different emails asking me about it, was the classified documents with Biden, and do we actually care about it? Are we mad? Blah, blah, blah. Um, So here's the thing. We've said this on here before, and I'll say it again. We're not in a fucking cult. Investigate them. Find out if there's anything to hide. If there is, prosecute them. Like, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and blindly defend Biden. I will say that it is different um, than what happened with Trump, not the having the classified materials. Uh what's different is as soon as Biden's team found them, they turned them over to the National Archives like they're supposed to do. Whereas the National Archives asked Trump on three different occasions and finally had to subpoena the documents to get them back. That's why Trump's was such a big deal.
1: Okay, so, but I have questions before you like jump sure. into like how we feel. I Number do too. one, um, like What were the documents?
0: So we, I don't, we don't know yet. They were top, they were classified. They're top secret, which is why they had to be returned in like a certain way. So any documents you find that the national archive, I mean, the national archives hangs on to everything, but both Trump and Biden had classified documents. The difference is Trump packed them and took them to the left, the white house with them, like intentionally, they weren't already off the premises. Whereas Bidens were found in locations where he had been working and they were, they were left there. I, do you see what I'm, and I'm not trying to defend it. I'm just saying that those are the differences. Right.
1: Well, I was just like, I was more curious about like, if they were as serious as the doc, but I guess we don't know what Trump's documents were either. Do we?
0: Um, They were related to nuclear secret. Oh my God. Look how good the Aaron looks. Uh, they Aaron were. Sucks. I know she looks Aaron. hot. Aaron.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, she's drunk. Okay. I'm
2: not drunk. I'm not drunk. I've only had one drink the whole night. Oh, okay. sure. I just I'm feeling myself right now. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, we we do know partially what Trumps were, and that's because they're further along in the investigation than they are with Biden. Right um so from what they've been able to tell us they are related to nuclear secrets dealings with china and um some of our war strategy we don't know what biden's are yet because they have right. now appointed a special prosecutor that is a trump appointee that is investigating what happened
1: and then so you said they were where he was working mm-hmm. so is there like it's not like they were in his garage Mm-mm. okay and one then, was in his
0: office. One was at his house. Like one set was right. at his office. One was at his house, and then I forget where the other one was. But it was another like remote office site. Like
2: here's what confuses me. They were all. Says, hey, go ahead. I don't. I'm and sorry. Who found and we're them. just talking about Biden's. So yeah, yeah, got, exactly. I got
0: two different emails over the last few weeks asking how we felt about finding the Biden documents. Oh, okay. Are, cool. are we mad about it?
2: Blah blah blah. And 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 we're probably all on the same page. Like, of course, investigate it because we're not in a fucking cult. Oh right? my god, that's, that's exactly, exactly what Zach said. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, what? oh tell me hey, tell
1: me right. All right. I'm glad I'm all caught up. I'm glad I'm all cut up. Last question right. is like, how were they found? Like, were they stumbled upon? So upon, or were they like looking? Was there a tip? An anonymous tip? his uh so
0: he had people that were working for him that were cleaning out these different office spaces and found them and so immediately notified the authorities and to turn them over okay they were um i believe the first time it was found they were cleaning out the one office over uh at penn and when they found them, that's when they told them, go through all of our office spaces now if we found them in this location, which is why you've seen them found now incrementally at different locations. Exactly. Here's what confuses me about these documents. Is it like you're just sitting there working for the night and you're like, hey, Susie, make sure you put that back. And like somebody just forgets to do it. I also don't understand how you accidentally take classified documents home for either one of them. It's like you've got all your work stuff with you. Do you like forget it in the back seat of your car and like it just ends up going home with you? Like So I just, for were, B- Biden wasn't... I don't, wasn't I don't Biden, know why it's such a big deal. So neither yeah. was accidental. Trump packed them as he was leaving the White House and took them. And Biden took them off site because he was working from different offices. So the, the papers that they found for Biden go back to the Obama presidency. It was right. from when he was the vice president.
1: Right.
0: Not from while he's been president.
1: Oh, well, I feel like that's kind of significant.
0: Yeah, that's not even from the current administration.
2: Oh. And they're, like, and the difference in the, cl- like, they're classified, sure, but, like, do we even know no, what's No, one
0: them? one that they found with Biden was the highest of top secret clearance that you can have.
2: So, and that, then I do agree with Julie, like, how did that, like, like?
0: how do you so- I just forget okay. to put it back? So, like- I, I don't know, I don't know what they were about yet, I don't know if he was working on it, put it there, the rest came electronically, they moved on, he made a decision, put it somewhere and was like, next time I go back to the White House, I'm going to bring that back with me and did it work. well We're in the middle of an investigation like,
1: okay i don't know if they're stamped classified in big red letters across the top for every single paper that has mm. information on it that is classified you know what i mean so like I, I figure if you're like working in the white house and you've got a stack of papers you're working on you kind of take your papers and then if you go through them later you could see like there are the topics that are more classified, that are more secretive, you know, that like, right. oh, okay, this document could be considered classified because it has information on it. You
0: know, right. every old president and vice president right now is like going through their shit. Like, right. Oh, right? <laughs> I will say this. it, And I'm not defending him. I want to make that clear. I'm just stating what has been released in the New York Times and the Washington Post so far states that in the case of Biden, all of them were found. They were in locked boxes in closets.
1: They wow, weren't wow. in the
0: basement of Mar-a-Lago where people- Where
1: anybody can find them. <laughs> scattered right. on the ground he he did, where people just walk on
2: them.
0: He didn't move out of the White House with them. He was in the process of working. But all of that being said, classified is classified. And yeah, hey. fucking investigate him. Find out what happened. Hey. And if he's guilty, yeah. fucking prosecute him. I don't care because again- not
2: in Not in a, cult. Not in a cult. Right. And you know what? I elected him, but I also get to critique him. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I get to say, like, you did something wrong, and you should be... 100%. You did something wrong. Your son...
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit about Hunter Biden.
2: laptop doesn't matter to me. I don't but care about you, Hunter's dick pics. Yeah, and you and what you've done does matter to me, because I've elected you. And if if it is wrong then yes i think something needs to happen and that is that is just so mind boggling to me the difference in that like when like trumpers are like oh so what about this you're like yeah so fucking investigate it yes like 100%. hold him to the same standards as every other fucking president has been held to and move fucking forward stop acting like oh we got you we got you yeah but also we agree so if you're wanting us to be investigated you should be fine with your own fucking piece of shit president being investigated mm-hmm. so sit the fuck down
0: totally oh totally also I
2: I'm here. I'm so how, I how important
0: could they be if they're from obama's presidency is all i'm saying right like
2: we i think a lot has happened yes. since then like a lot like a fucking <laughs> pandemic, um, an insurrection. Also, you're talking Usha. about what they, what Trump
0: had taken was actual like nuclear weapons secrets that could be right. sold for significant amounts of money. Right. I would assume that Bidens were probably integral to national safety at that time. So.
2: Right. I, I will say this and I, I'm up until the end of like when Hil- hillary was ramping up you know all to run all of that that's when i really got involved politically um and then obviously the podcast has made me more even more so um what was biden's biggest thing in the obama like i know he's the vice president but like what was his task because you know they all have tasks that they're like given to accomplish Answer. What'd you say? Cancer. Oh.
0: That's... He was assigned to combating cancer and cancer research and cancer funding because of his son.
2: So let's be real. If that's the case, these classified documents more than likely have to do with something that he was tasked with, right? Because you don't just have documents that don't have to do with I mean,
0: they case. all have their pet projects. It depends. Like different people, so if it's a matter of absolute like national security, they'll also read the vice president in in case the right. president is unable to perform the tasks right. or duties for whatever reason. So, right. it's I'm not I don't want to speculate on what we'll find out. They're doing the right. investigation. So, um, but no, his his pet pro, not pet project, I shouldn't say, but his he was tasked with move and, you know, uh, we're probably ten years away from curing cancer right now, so take say that for close. what it's worth. Yeah, we're getting closer.
1: Mm -hmm. what's the like key with hunter biden lately because i feel like i see his name a lot in the news but i don't stop to read the articles
0: well so one of the reasons that hunter biden is yet again appearing in the news is because the republicans took back the house and now they're in charge of all investigations so that's
1: important
2: they're
0: gonna go after they're gonna investigate hunter biden yeah
1: that's the most important is there like Something exciting going on with him at the moment? Or his
0: laptop that he took in to get repaired several years ago. Someone took it from the repair place and they found um, dick pics of him on there that he had exchanged with women. Um, I don't know if it was asked for or not. I I sure don't, but I'm just telling you what they found. I sure don't. I sure sure. don't. And then. (laughs) They found some uh what they think are some situations that his dad helped him navigate.
2: What does that fucking mean? He was like, sitting on a ne- a little nepotism. Yeah, you know?
0: Hunter Biden sat on a board. He 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 sat on a board that oversaw certain oil exchanges in a different country, oh, and yeah. Yeah, um, oil exchanges. So what actually happened was. Biden, when he was vice president, went after one of the um, the Obama administration went after the person who owned this oil company and actually tried to sanction them. And the conflict of interest came up at that time saying, uh, well, Hunter Biden sits on this board kind of thing. Like, how can we trust that you're doing the right thing? Like by going after this board, how do we know that you're going to be sanctioning the right way? How do we know there's not nepotism involved? And they ended up arresting, prosecuting this guy like they they went after him. So it became kind of a moot point then. And Hunter Biden resigned from the board. And, you know, but it's questionable because Hunter Biden was never um, qualified to sit on that board. And he made millions of dollars on it. So what they're saying is, did he get that job because of who his dad is? Yeah. What are you talking about? Of course you he know, fucking why did. Do you,
2: why <laughs> do you need to waste money investigating it when? A, yeah. Of
0: fucking course he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who the else? The same would... reason
2: Ivank, Ivana yeah. was part of the whole administration, yeah. which she has no political background whatsoever.
0: Does, does Eric Trump have the qualifications to be running a children's cancer charity? No. No. He does like I? Yeah.
2: It, I yeah. don't. Especially I, it's since most of his burger. qualifications stem from stealing money from charities like he has never like what it's just so fucked up
0: it's a huge nothing burger but they try to make it sound more like um try to make it sound worse than what it is right like literally
2: hillary's emails
0: yeah Yeah. of course he wasn't qualified to be sitting on that board but there's a lot of rich and powerful kids that are in charge of things that shouldn't be in charge of anything because of who their parents are
1: right i love how julie was like oh right yeah oil exchanges mm-hmm. yeah, yeah like <laughs> like totally makes sense got it <laughs> all <laughs> oh,
0: right yep yep stacy what do you got for pop culture
1: okay i don't know that it's so much pop culture but i want to talk about megan hall
0: i don't know what that is who
1: oh really okay what happened so i'm gonna go to an article just so that i can very
0: different algorithms
1: oh my
2: god right Am i like <laughs> <laughs> want to know about why Roman concrete still exists? I got you. Me too. I watched
1: to. Okay. I can't believe you guys so have not I bet if you saw like her picture, you'd be like, oh, that girl. Okay. So she's the girl that was a police officer that was sleeping with people in the department. Nothing? Okay. So her... Oh, you, her yeah, 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 is, yeah, yeah, what yeah, is this? Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. me all about it. I know nothing. Her face I, is plastered everywhere. I do know what this is. Okay, so it's from Tennessee, Laverne. Um, Yeah. And Shirley? Yeah. So she was, she is being labeled as like this promiscuous, to put it nicely, girl in the department. But, and her, the memes are everywhere. Her picture is everywhere right now, but they're not mentioning the men. And that bothers me. And especially because like, some of them are married Mm -hmm. so like the fact that they're just making this all about her annoys me so i want to put out the names of the men is like Mm -hmm. my everybody needs to know it's not all on her okay so five men and her plus three others that are being investigated so five guys were fired three are, are on suspension plus her And it was, the mayor received an anonymous tip that she was sleeping with other officers while on the job, it was the night shift people, and in city buildings. And so he launched the investigation and it came out. And the guys were all very vocal about what was going on. Okay, so I'm going to read some parts, the highlights of this article. Um. The investigation found officers within the department evening shift were having sex with each other while on duty and on city property. The investigative report also highlighted a hot tub party with the exchange of explicit naked photos between the officers. The investigation started December 12th after Laverne Mayor Jason Cole received a tip that Officer Megan Hall was having intimate relationships with other members of the the department. According to the 20-page report, this is a massive report, there was... um football parties that they attended together where their families were there too. So I'm not sure, but apparently they were doing sexual things while at these parties. Um, There was a yacht party and there was the hot tub was on the yacht and they all did stuff there. Um, And then there was um, some, another kind of party that went on where they have documents of like things that happened and pictures being exchanged. so uh those employees include sergeant lewis powell officer patrick magliocco officer larry holiday detective seneca shields and officer juan lugo perez all these names have not been mentioned anywhere else in the memes in anything except like if you dig deep in the articles it's just all about megan hall all the men admitted to having undisclosed sexual relations with Hall, an investigative reporter said the detectives of the investigation could be found. Oh, sorry. The newly released files got through an open records request show some of the officers involved having previous violations, including speeding smoking patrol vehicles, using work computers for for personal matters, and most shocking, another sexual conduct investigation. So these were all people that had other stuff going on as well. But she's become, like, the focus, and I think that that just is so gross and so, like, yeah, you know, today. It's all put on her. Like, nobody's talking about all these married guys having sex with this girl, but she's put on blast. And the meme is about, you know, they changed, they even went on Google Maps and changed the Laverne Police Department to the Laverne train station. <laughs> Julie, no. no
2: laughing till after the podcast. Come on.
0: Here's what I don't get. Having worked in a place like that, I don't get what they're investigating. Everybody sleeps with everybody. Like it we straight up the, the inmates would tell us you guys are worse than Gray's anatomy. Like with how much fucking goes well, on in police departments.
1: I think like, if it was just like just at on the yacht. Um, the ho- I think it was a hotel party, was the third one. Okay, football parties. I think if it was just that, it would be fine. But she is actually on record as saying that she, like, they're on duty. They went into like the back room of the police station and she did oral acts on some of the guys while it on duty. A lot of downtime, I'm sure. <laughs> and <Laverne. laughs> so I think it's the investigation is because it was while well, they were on duty and in a public building the police station so like i, I mean, think that's what... that
2: has happened so many times like
0: i don't get i mean i get it's a big number of people and like if it was happening all the time yes it's it's obviously an issue but
2: that's what goes on in police departments. hey like, it's what goes on everywhere right i think, I think right. it's unfortunate because it sounds like this girl she was having a good time (laughs) and it's not her fault that these married men were tempted by her and i'm sad that she i mean it sounds like
0: well she's married too to another cop it doesn't
2: mm-hmm. matter. You know what? Their young. sexual relations does not fucking matter. No. And I just don't understand why it's gotta be a thing. Like right. Aren't we above slut shaving though in 2023? Right. Like, good Five job, Megan Hall, and
1: fuck those men. And I mean fuck them also fuck them. To be I- fair, she like says on record that her and her husband were in an open relationship. So she was not, the other he, guys might have been cheating, but she was, did not consider what she was doing. Cheating. He's not leaving her. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean,
0: they're staying together and I know girls that are just like her and it wasn't making fucking national news. Like, I, like, it, it's who cares?
2: Quit fucking in pop car. Like, it's not I feel like serious. This girl's,
1: this girl's life is like Monica Lewinsky right now. Like she is
2: so sad,
1: being looked at as like absolutely slutty and a home wrecker, and and she's that's so true. very young and young looking. You know, like she looks like a teenager. So I feel like she's only twenty six. She can't show her face like anywhere after this. I mean, there are tons of memes and
0: well, that's the unfortunate things. part, right? Like. Both things are true. Who cares? And let's stop stop slut-shaming right. this woman. Like, stop being gross about it. I think, one, I think it's actually what was going on to me is funny. Cause it's just like, of course it was, these cops have nothing else to do, but to just fuck around and be disgusting. Also, how do cops get on a yacht? Like I, there's, I have a whole bunch of questions that don't even revolve around the sex part, but also if you're going to try to take the moral high ground, take it with the men too. Stop acting like men are incapable of making decisions or they can't control themselves. If a girl just wants to have sex with them, like get out of here with all that and stop sl- shut slut shaming this poor woman. Who cares? Who cares? Look, so she likes to have sex. She's slept around. The her memes out. are
1: horrible. I know the memes are.
2: Awful. Oh my god! This there's part. one with, like it's literally like the I can take the whole squad starters back, which is actually you know what? Good job, Megan. But well, like here's the other thing too. Like Thanos. The people,
0: the people who are sh- are shaming her, like okay. Let's see your fucking scorecard. How would you like it plastered all over the internet with yeah. with memes made about it? Because There's I bet you have some questionable questionable encounters on there.
1: Yeah, I no. think my biggest like annoyance, besides the fact that her life is like ruined, at least for five for to Monica, 10 years. You're right. They're
0: Monica Lewins-
1: Lewinsky. her. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that nobody's gonna see somebody's gonna walk by one of these guys on the street and not know who he is. But she can't walk down the street now. She's gonna have to move to another state, and it's still gonna follow her. These guys, these their memes. pictures are not. <laughs> Julie, these the pictures, worst man. these guys' pictures are not all over the internet. <laughs> like if you can even Google their names, and it's like not, you know, it's not traced back to them. And that's why don't me. we just start making Julie. memes about these douchebag men, right? With their that's what we th- need to with do. their dicks swinging.
2: I don't want to put a dick out there, but we can put the eggplant meme. Eggplant with handcuffs. Uh.
0: <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> oh this poor I'll girl. take that laugh,
2: Jackie. I'll take it. <laughs>
1: All right, you got any other pop culture for us? Um, no, except that The Last of Us, which is, it was a PlayStation <gasps> game that... Wait, if that's Oh, that's what of my obsessed with is! Okay. I won't go too into it. It's okay, a PlayStation game that was turned into a series. There's only one episode out, but it's um like people are obsessed. They were obsessed with the game. So now that the show is out, and it's so well done, it's <laughs> did you so watch good. it? It's I think it's gonna I've watched half of it, and I had to record this. So I think it's gonna be the next like Walking Dead for sure.
2: What is it called oh. now? The last. the last
1: of Us. It's post-apocalyptic. The apocalypse hits twenty years in the Actually, future. Let's
2: talk about it because I can pick another obsessed with.
1: I got I got one more. <laughs> it's um so, it was it was a PlayStation it's really cool game is that it's a virus and a fungus, um that turns people into zombies. They're fast zombies, so like that's always Ooh. more scary, you know, um and they have like a detection kit now, so this happens, you watch the show and it happens, you know, like in the first 10 minutes, the apocalypse, and then it flashes forward 20 years and they've learned the people that are left have learned how to, you know, like create a new civilization that's still very apocalyptic. Um, They're still killing people in the streets for even looking like they're sick, you know, but they have like tests for it. And um, so I feel like it's, it's a good spin on, you know, you have to get creative if you're doing a new zombie show because it's been done. There's yeah. slow zombies. There's fast zombies. There's viruses. There's you know. There's all these different. If you get bit, but the you fungus change, thing or it's is new. in the new. air, you change. You know. There's yeah. like the Walking
0: Dead completely fucking took the. I think it's like the global award for yeah. crushing right. the zombie apocalyptic show. Like, yeah, like it'll I, be hard I, to beat that.
1: It was like the top watched show for so long. Mm-hmm. I, like Wednesday just beat it out. Like finally. Like it was. It's like won awards for being like the yes. most watched show. And I feel like this is going to be like comparative and it kind of falls on the heels of walking dead ending. So it's like perfect timing.
2: Uh... Well, one of the things that I love, like and I think I've said this before about post-apocalyptic shows is the, um the way they show humanity l- continuing on, right? Like there's always going to be a select few that survive and how do they handle the current environment. I know how we're gonna handle it. Hell yo yeah. yo. Um but there. like in get in your this, ass here quick. Okay, <laughs> in this particular circumstance, it's first of all, I love the idea. Like I did not play the game and I I'm not a huge gamer, which I'm sad about sometimes because I feel like I it's so me like I'm such a geek. Like I think I'd be very good at things like that. But um this the whole idea that this particular game the last of us was such a phenomenon right like it was like this thing that like swept the gaming community so critically acclaimed just like an absolute gem of a game with the entire backstory just being just this thing that like people connected with right like and then to see like the way that they've adapted it and how closely they've adapted it right like so hbo and the the producers the 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 crew that has taken The Last of Us and adapted it has made it so identical to the game that it's like the gamers that played this were like this is amazing like th- we've never seen something like this before so that's really exciting and and I love that I love I love this is like riding on their coattails I'm like yeah. Yeah, I don't really
1: know what you mean. It's cool. I'm not a gamer either, but I get what you mean. I wish right. I was because right. there's like, so many like cool sounding games out there. It's just not me. Like I don't. Right. I hold the right. control like our parents held Nintendo no controls when we were kids, where they like don't know which but they have to look at the controller instead of the TV. That's right. me with the new like. Right. X-Box controllers where there's too many buttons and there's joystick and I'm like down. I don't like, I can't. know what weapon I, I just can't. want to play Super Mario Brothers. Right? Like right. I'm like it, right. just, <laughs> right. so so I, I didn't mean, like I'm jealous. Possible. I wish I had played the game. But that's what I'm hearing from a lot of gamers is that this adaptation of the game is so spot on. Right. That it's
2: Like perfect. like they can't even imagine what the rest of it's going to look like because yeah. the first episode was so spot on to the beginning of the game. So my other thing is I so one of the things that I love the most about any TV series is when you can take a character that is going to propel the rest of the series but only survives for a short time right like so you have to fall in love with this character within minutes right like and that's what happens in this show and you fall in love with this one... I'm not going to spoil it for everybody. You fall in love with this one particular character. And you you have to within minutes because something happens and then you have to carry the thought of her for the rest of the fucking show. And that is so important. And I think maybe like as a storyteller, that means a lot to me, but also as someone who really enjoys great TV. and And the idea that like this character will stick with you even though she may or may not be in any other any other like moment of the television show she has to stick with you throughout all of it like that is so awesome and that is like that to me is so cool because like i think back to like the very first episode of the walking dead right like and you see you know rick get shot and then like you flash forward and you see him wake up in the hospital and you're like this motherfucker doesn't have any idea what's going on. Neither do we. And we see like all this shit unfold. Right. But you don't really have like that idea of like this particular person is carrying something with them for the rest of this time. We just know that he is fighting for survival, which we're cool with and we follow. And I love, but it's this idea that like, there's someone important that will survive. Even if they don't survive, like that's, really fucking phenomenal and then think that it happened in a game and then it's
1: gonna right
2: the fact that there's
1: there's this much like backstory and details for a game like blows me away
2: right and to think like so you know like in a game like obviously you're like so you go this way and there's this storyline or you go this way there's this so they had to have these like backstories for all these different like yeah ways that these that you as the player could go like I just it's really interesting and it's really fun but I'll tell you right now it's by far the most like exciting show that I can think of right now I'm excited for Ted Lasso season three I'm excited for a whole lot of shit but this show I was like literally fucking excited for I was like I'm I cannot wait to be able to watch it and I've watched it twice now because I liked it so much so I'm I'm super pumped for the rest of the series, and fuck HBO for not just releasing the whole thing at once. I know I hate uh, having
1: to wait for shows now. Oh, we're so spoiled by binge watching. Well, it's also
0: because people will buy it for a month then and cancel it. Right, so right, so they, some... they're
1: like, we're
2: gonna fuck you guys for at least two months. Congratulations! <laughs> I'm like, yes, we love it.
0: Okay, so I'm starting a new segment called Things You Probably Don't Know About But Should. All right. Jackie, I I love that. Well, if anyone would read my fucking emails, you would know.
2: I did. (laughs) I'm just acting surprised because Uh I feel like it's exciting for this So
0: what I'm going to talk about today is actually uh, the history of Monopoly. And the reason that I want to
2: talk about Roman concrete, come on.
0: Well, the reason that I want to talk about it is because it was actually invented by a woman who has never been given credit for it. So I know to everyone's surprise. So everybody kind of knows that the like lore behind monopoly that it was created by some guy in his basement during the great depression who used to be an engineer. And he was just trying to make ends meet, yada, yada, yada. And he sold his idea to Parker brothers and it took off and made him a multimillionaire. Um, Not true. I mean, kind of true, but he stole it from her. So what happened was this (laughs) this woman named lizzie mcgee uh she was born in illinois her parents were hardcore progressives to the point where they uh her dad traveled around um and was uh helped abraham lincoln actually write speeches and stuff so they they were they were pretty far what we consider left now but just progressives at the time um they subscribed to this this taxation concept called georgism um, where they believed even back in, I mean, she was born in 1866. So we're talking about like way before the the Great Depression stuff, they believed in a single taxation for everybody, which the the single tax was supposed to be implemented on the ultra rich. It's the same kind of concept we have now of why aren't why aren't the ultra-rich paying their fair share in in taxation? And the idea was that if they started paying their fair share. We wouldn't have the poverty that plagues the country even at that time, um, because this was like the the we're dead smack in the middle of like the industrial revolution here, where we started seeing you know the Vanderbilts and uh, the Rockefellers and all of them really their wealth started to grow so exponentially that it was leaving the middle class behind. So this is the first occurrence that we saw of this this real classism and this class society in America. So, Georgism. She was a, a firm believer in it, and Lizzie McGee was actually really cool. I, I wrote down some of the things that she did, and you got to remember, guys, this is someone in like the late eighteen nineties. All right. So is um, she almost. Is she almost. Is she Hispanic? No. She was a feminist and engineer. Uh, she, she was, she invented things. She received a patent for her invention that made the typewriting process easier. She was also a, uh, a comedian. She was a poet. She was an author. Like she did all of this super cool stuff, especially back in a time where women weren't really allowed to do anything. So one of the ways that she wanted to teach about Georgism and and the actual pitfalls of capitalism. She thought capitalism was like the greatest plague on the entire world and that it was causing the classism and, and, and the ultra poverty. So this is the time that game boards started to become like a thing. They started to become popular. So she created something called Landlord. And Landlord is the original Monopoly. She even got it patented in 1904. Like this was her game. The mistake she made was that she released it to everyone so that they could play it for free. Like you could make your own board game. How she released it was she made it take place in Atlantic City because Atlantic City was first being developed at that time. So it was, you know, that's when you first started seeing companies like buy up pieces of property and start monopolizing entire areas of of real estate. And she also developed one for Boston that had like the Boston Commons in it and Harvard and like all these different, like really niche things. Uh, There was two sets of rules that came with her original development. One was the version that we kind of know now. And one was the, the progressive version, which is, when if you it no matter how many people buy property, every time someone lands on it, the wealth gets distributed. So like, if you want to pick someone to kind of be in charge of those things, and you all kind of gather around and make sure they own everything, every time someone that person gets paid, everyone's getting a share of that money. So she was trying what she was trying to do was teach about capitalism and and how it could be different if things were shared. So it was kind of a socialist viewpoint. But Georgism was like a socialist viewpoint with a, with a a little bit more capitalism than than what we would consider socialism now. Anywho, um, so la da. This game is played for like thirty years. It gains a ton of popularity. Everybody kind of has their own versions. Um, they they make them in their basements. They play them with their friends when they come over. Like all this stuff. And then uh, Charles Darrow. Who's actually credited with the creation of Monopoly goes over to his friend's house one night. They play this game. He's never seen it before. Uh, he had a great time. At the end of the night, he goes, "Hey, can you type out the rules to this and give it to me, I, so I can play it with my friends?" His friend says, "Sure." Types out the rules for him. Gives it to him. He takes it, sells it to Parker Brothers. Of course, he does. Makes what a fucking dick. A fucking fortune. <laughs> So it wasn't actually, so Parker brothers. So this game is like sold off the shelves. They send it, they send it to people who are fighting in the war overseas. They're playing it in colleges to learn about, you know, the different, and it's renamed monopoly from landlord. They start playing it to teach about capitalism. Like this thing becomes a worldwide sensation. Well, Lizzie McGee is still alive. So she contacts Parker brothers and was like, Hey, assholes, this is mine. Like I have a patent for it right here. Has the original game board drawn up? Like th- this is my game and you're corrupting it. Like you're not including the the rules to the other version, which is prosperity. You had landlord and prosperity. And so Parker Brothers is like, you know what? Tell you what we're going to do. Your, your dream of Georgism is living on. We're going to give you 500 bucks for the rights to it. $500, which oh. in today's money is equivalent to about 10 grand. But how they spin it to her is: look at all the people you're touching; they're going to grow up to believe that capitalism is just awful, and you're changing a whole generation of minds. As far as yeah, (laughs) that's your payment. Well, she believes it. She's like, you know what? You're right. I am. I am touching a lot of people. All I want in return, I want you to credit me because I want to be able to, like, when people come interview me about it, I want to talk about Georgism and like all of these other things. They go absolutely. Nothing. They never do. So
2: <laughs> it's oh, not even down.
0: discovered. Oh. Like all of this kind of goes away. Obviously, these people die, you know, yada yada. It's not until the 1970s when a professor at Berkeley starts researching it because he's developing a game now called anti monopoly So uh Parker Brothers sends him a lawsuit, a cease and assist order saying, Stop fucking producing this. It's too close to our game. A- and he's like, whoa, this is something to teach my kids about capitalism, my students, and I'm coming up with a different version, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, no, we have a copyright on it. So he starts researching, like, can they actually have a copyright on the fundamental ideal of an anti-something, you know, because he was writing the anti-version. Comes to find out it's already been done by Lizzie McGee because she wrote Prosperity. So now he spent the last 40 years of his life on a mission to tell everyone who would listen that this fucking guy, Charles Darrow, didn't invent Monopoly. Monopoly, Liz McGee did, and she should get credit for it. So that is the story of Monopoly, the history of it. And now you all know a little bit more that it ended up being the biggest like capital heist (laughs) because Charles Darrow... Died a multi millionaire from the sales from Monopoly and Lizzie McGee died broke in her apartment.
2: Let me, oh. I got, I have a couple things to say. <laughs> two, two, well, maybe three. First and foremost, wonderful segment. This I will look forward to every week. 100. This is like, I
1: yeah.
2: sky Skynet and um. Space now. Well, I always get
0: asked why I know so much useless information. Now you can all know useless information. I'm
2: also. thrilled.
0: Thrilled. <laughs> about this. Um, my second... there's a ton more to it, guys. Research it, read about it. I'm trying to keep it under like four minutes. That's all I wanted to say to everybody else. Look it up if you're if you're interested, because you can see the I original know. game pieces, everything.
2: I I, I kind of missed, I I lost what I my second thing was gonna be is that I think you should say, and now now you know or whatever you said like whatever your catchphrase things was things you there. should
0: know about and probably don't
2: yeah like but no there was like a catchphrase there at the end where you're like and now you know like like it wasn't like in the more you know like rainbow swipe it was like something really cool like I really think you need to keep that so listen to it again when you're, rec- when you're uh, getting ready for production but um, also how the fuck Women, man, they always get the shaft, and that's what I don't like about like us as 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 a gender is that we <laughs> always end up getting the goddamn shaft. That being said, I think as time goes on, we're learning the shaft isn't always good. And to Megan no Hall tonight, yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey-o. <laughs> hey, oh hey, yo. Way to bring a full circle? Like I I it's just so fucked up that women just get really, really shit on. We get shit on.
0: Oh, so and, you know where like you know how Monopoly comes with like the thumbnail or the what is that called? Thimble. The, the thimble. thimble, the thimble and like all those little miniature things and that, the shoe in the shoe. It's because when she made the original Monopoly, she encouraged people to take items from around their house. So the less they would have to buy to play this game, the better, because she wanted it to be available to everyone no matter Some what. Some fucking income woman was like,
2: I'm going to take my sewing thimble and use it. So it, it was as my a theme.
0: throwback. It's always been a throwback to her original game, which is just case in point more that it was hers.
2: But I want to know where the dog came from. Did someone try to use their dog?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, where the I car come
2: the, from? The, the dog piece is my favorite. Although my version of choice is the Lord of the Rings monopoly. I'm just saying. <laughs> you I know, mean, like, like, you get to buy Sauron
1: and, and Mordor. That's a good.
2: The
1: thing. race car was probably somebody's somebody's kid's Matchbox car. You know, 100. like here's the
0: original one that she designed.
2: Oh my god! Like that's like fucking curious Sharkopoly,
1: man. I was gonna say. Yeah. For everybody that's listening, Row. it's on Wikipedia.
0: It is on Wikipedia. You just go to Landlord's Game 1906 and they have the original version of her game board, a picture of it in there. It's very cool. Oh my cool. God, and
2: there's even Go to Jail. Yeah. The central park- and
0: Central Parking, which is now parking, used to just be a park. Like in her Electrical original.
2: wages wages, $100. Yeah. Now it's two. Mm-hmm the way back that's like the back of the station wagon
0: yeah she had everything all the way down to um like the railroad still existed
2: yeah man you know what what was her name lizzie mcgee lizzie mcgee that's a fucking treasure right there we gotta we gotta maybe that's what we should start doing is like We
0: can work out the details. All right, Julie, what do you got with Space Corner? Not right
2: now.
0: So this Thursday, this coming Thursday, which is going to be the 26th, is going to be our day of remembrance for all of those who lost their lives for the pursuit of discovery, including like Apollo, Columbia, uh, Challenger, just all the astronauts, um, all the people that help with that kind of stuff. So... Thursday January 26th they're gonna do a moment of silence for um all of those people. So the dog the what the dog the dog Didn't they send
1: a the dog up you know Well, you know it's actually
0: interesting and one of the astronauts in Apollo one was actually the second guy that got sent up into space and because you know Apollo one they died in a fire. Um, their spaceship caught on fire. They had a cabin fire. But before that, he was the second person to fly up into space and everything went well, but when he came and he landed, when his capsule landed, the top of it opened up too early, so it started filling up with water and he had to get out of it, obviously, so he got out and gave the helicopter a thumbs up. So the helicopter stopped trying to get him and went back and tried to get the capsule before it sunk to the bottom. Well, he was still in his spacesuit. So his spacesuit started filling up with water and almost drowned him. And so for four or five minutes, he was treading water in his in this heavy spacesuit. And then once the another helicopter came in to help, and ended up pulling him out of the water. So he survived that. And then he oh, died. God. And then he died on Apollo 1. Oh, Jesus. But.
1: How scary. Um,
0: they, ha- they have since then recovered his space capsule. They got it like 30 years later. 32 years later. Something like that. At the bottom of the um, ocean. But. And Stacy wanted me to cover. Last week we said we were going to talk about. Where. The satellite ended up landing that was that went out of service and that was coming towards Earth. It landed over the Bering Sea. Most of it was burnt up before it hit Earth, but on the 11th, at 11.04 p.m., it landed over the Bering Sea. Got a bunch we of penguins taken, running for their lives.
1: <laughs> we should have <laughs> taken like a a poll, you know, like what time we thought it was going to land or whatever. Yeah, that
0: would have been good. And where?
1: Yeah. I won't cool.
0: put it in an email, though, since no one checks it.
1: Hey, I do. Every you know time. what?
2: I check it, man. I had a lot going on today. <laughs> I sent it on Wednesday. It's, I read it today. I don't know what to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. So what's everyone obsessed with?
1: So I decided that I'm going to read along with you. I know that was your New Year's resolution to read more. Uh, My mom, when I was a preteen and teenager, um, worked in a library and she used to do these book talks where she would try to get the, I think it was sixth, seventh and eighth graders to read books. And so she would give like a, a synopsis kind of thing, but she would make it end on a cliffhanger. And they were so good. Anytime that I could go over there and listen to her book talks, it was like really exciting because I would want to check the book out because the kids afterwards would run up to the counter to try to be the first to check out that book. And I would be like, I want to check it out now, mom. So I always like enjoyed that. So I would like to try to incorporate that into my what I'm obsessed with because sometimes I'm not obsessed with anything. I just have life going on. So I'm going to try to read – I don't know if I'm going to be able to do one a week because that's ambitious, but I'm going to try to do little synopsis of the books that I read for my obsessed with.
2: Cool. That's awesome.
0: I love that. Look at us leveling up this year. I
2: mean, (laughs) wait till you're mine.
0: (laughs) All right, Aaron, what are you obsessed with?
2: I'm obsessed with me giving my notice to my employer today. I quitting exciting. my time. job. It's so exciting. It's about time. And I don't have a job <laughs> lined up. So fuck.
1: But <laughs> I mean exciting and scary, but also really yeah, exciting.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm excited and scared. Like I feel like like into the woods, you remember that? Never mind. Um if Dempsey was here she'd get it. But um <laughs> My job has been maybe the biggest depressing thing in my life since I started it. Uh, I hate to say that about like, I, I know it's like, you know, a job shouldn't be something that like dictates every ounce of your life. It just shouldn't be like, it's a job. You work 40 hours a week, typically sometimes a little bit more depending on how important you are or how important your job is. Um and you get paid and you go you go about your days, right? Um I've never been super honest about my job on the podcast, but I have been with my friends and one of the things that's really upsetting about my position is that there were many weeks when I wouldn't get paid until I could cash my paycheck and there were many times when I was worried about certain things that were going on with it. There I I've always worried about whether or not I could pay my employees. Um, it's just been a, it's been a lot. And it's been a lot of.
0: For context, things. she took over a business from a family member. Well, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. So my, I, I came down here, my uncle offered me this position to run his company. It's um, a lawn care company run his company. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm sick of higher ed. I'll do it. So, um, And the reason that I was sick of higher ed is because I applied for the director position at the job that I was at and I didn't get it. So I got a director position at a college in Colorado and it wasn't enough money. So I said no. And then my uncle was like, why don't you do this? And I was like, sure, why not? Like clearly someone's telling me I shouldn't be in higher ed anymore. And I started it and literally the second day the truck got repossessed. Um, like the bucket truck. So it wasn't like a $400 payment. It was like a $2,700 payment got repossessed. Um, a lot of things happened that were just not great, just not good things. And in the seven years that I've been there, minus about eight months, um, it's never gotten to the point where I have felt like something bad isn't right around the corner. And I listen. I don't want to sell myself short. I turned this business around I 100% turned it around. I paid off $300,000 worth of debt. I did a lot of things that were 100% great for the business, but the business is not great for me. My mental health is suffering. My physical health is suffering. Um, I went to the doctor this last couple weeks and I have to go get an echocardiogram now like what's that I have to go get like an ultrasound of my heart because my heart I had to get one of those it's no big deal well my heart doesn't sound right oh yeah so I'm really I'm nervous. and well, I'm I just scared. meant the procedure is, is not a big deal. Yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of it is stress. And my doctor said that. She said, you know what? Everything that's going on sounds like stress. It sounds like stress. Mm. It sounds like an overabundance of alcohol. <laughs> 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 not me. Um, <laughs> and uh, You were candy. honest about how much you drank? No. <laughs> God, no. I was like, just a couple of drinks a week.
0: A day, eh, day, a week, eh, whatever.
2: So, I mean, in the last few weeks, it's only been a couple of drinks a week. But listen, at the end of the day, I am obsessed with being myself again and um, not being as sad and depressed and upset about a job that I really, I tried my fucking hardest to fix and I have to just let it go that I couldn't. I couldn't make it what it should be, and that's not my fault. I was given a turd, and just because now it's a turd with some sprinkles on top doesn't mean that I didn't try. (laughs) I still tried. I just unfortunately couldn't turn a turd into a goddamn fucking gold golden hen that was gonna shit out golden eggs. Taking a lot of. Shit out of that turd. I did. <laughs> I did. I bedazzled it. And you know what? It was still a turd, a turd even turd. if it's
0: bedazzled.
2: You know, it's a pretty turd, but it's so fucking turd. And it smells. <laughs> it smells it's real
0: fucking smelly. Joel, pretty. what are you obsessed with? Well, Aaron, we're happy for you. You look happy. Thank you. You look Thank healthy. You. I'm happy Thank for you. Too, it's about fucking I'm time.
2: Excited. Yeah. And you know what? I'm so excited to hear what Julie's obsessed with. I'm, I'm
0: obsessed with, I would say, this week. Uh, the last few weeks for me too have been just really crazy busy with work like everybody else. And I've had, you know, stuff going on with my family and my friends and this is my week off work. So this week I only worked Wednesday and Thursday and I've just told myself this week, like, I'm going to really try to do things for me because I've been giving a lot of myself to other people. And like one of the things that relaxes me more than anything in the whole world is playing video games. Like, so I was like, you know what? If I want to play video games all day, I'm going to play video games. If I want to watch a show, if I want to take a nap, I've like, and I took away making myself feel obligated to go do things. Like I got asked to do some things tonight besides this. And I was like, no, you know, like I don't have to do that. Like, no, I don't want to do that. Or something that was, you know, out of the scope of what I was wanting to do. And it's been a really relaxing week. Like it's, it's nice giving yourself your time that you need to like do something that you want to do or, and even if it's nothing, you know, just kind of doing your own thing and, um, not making yourself feel so obligated to other people and their needs and every once in a while focusing on yourself and what you need. So I've been really trying to do that this week because my anxiety has been super, super high. And um, there's just been a lot going on, you know, life is life. So, and it's been really good. I finally woke up this morning feeling like good, like good feeling like better. Yeah. And feeling like I could take on, you know, the next week, of bullshit, <laughs> you know, that what? we all do. So that's yeah, no, that's a good
2: feeling. That's a good feeling. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, and it's nice,
0: you know, unobligating yourself the shit that you don't want to do. Right. Like, yeah we all do it
1: resolution yeah like okay we're saying no yeah
0: you don't have to say yes so it's been that kind of week for me and it's been a really relaxing week which i really wanted
2: so putting yourself first is Mm -hmm. so fucking hard and i hate that because there are so many times in our lives when we're like i don't want to fucking do that I don't want to do it. But then we go and we may or may not have a good time. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, we didn't want to do it to begin with. And we had all this anxiety ramping up to it. So, yeah, sure. We had a great time when we were there. But the stress and the anxiety leading up to it is not worth the good time that we had. Right. Like it's like the the ROI, the return on investment that you got from the stress and anxiety leading up to some event. isn't necessarily always great. Like it doesn't mean that it's something that you should sacrifice your mental health and your self-worth and your self self self-happiness to do.
0: And Well, well, and what I've realized too, is that when you start obligating yourself to those things, or even if it's not an event, just something that a phone call, you don't want to have to talk to somebody or, you know, whatever. It's like, you you actually find that you have more I've become a better person for the things that and a stronger person for the things that I do want in my life and things where yep. I get a return investment on like totally. I, think, I think we all spend so much time and energy on things that not aren't good for us but we don't necessarily get anything out of and again I know that that's just life and you know we all have stuff that we have to do to take care of but I've really realized that I'm better for the things that I want to be better for. You know, I have more energy and more patience and more, you know, more understanding when I'm not putting so much energy into everything, you know, and feeling like you have to do everything. It's like, no, you don't have to do that. You know, I saw a thing that said, if you start, if you start treating your time like dollars, and like how much how much time you have on the earth is how much you have in your bank account. It'll mm-hmm. start shaping how willing you are to do certain things. Like, are mm-hmm. you w- really willing to pay? Like, are you willing to invest in that? Because mm-hmm. giving time and attention, it, it's all an investment. So if you start mm-hmm. thinking about each minute, like a dollar that you're having to give up because you can't be doing something you actually want to do, mm-hmm. um, it'll change how you view what you spend time on and how guilty or not guilty you feel about saying yes because it's easy for all of us to be like I'm not doing that I can't afford it. Right. How's your time any different? Right.
2: Man, yeah so fucking true. So it's really true. Yeah.
0: It was Pro you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is legitimately the worst wine I've ever had. Like to the point I'm not even finishing it.
1: Ooh. Like
0: it's awful. I think it went bad. It's a it's from 2013. It and yeah, um, it's disgusting. Jackie, You need to get something for.
2: different. Don't That's sacrifice your good. taste
0: buds. Come so, on. What I'm obsessed with, I've had, work has been insane this week. I've hardly had any time to do anything. But I started something last weekend that I'm very excited about. I'm making my first cutting board.
1: Nice. And you're good at
0: it. It's very cool. how do you know? You sent me the thing, the logo. Oh, no, 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 not that. the uh, Yes, but I'm making my first cutting board. Like, it's all being put together right now. Dad, wait a second,
2: like a, like a wood cutting board? Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be something that I'm going to be able to be like, Jackie, I would enjoy one of these yes. for my kitchen. Yes. And you will send it to me, and I will pay you for it? And Either way. Whatever happens, yeah. I am so stoked
0: about this. I'm making the first one for my mom um but yes i it's got all different colors in it all different pieces and it's curing right now so i'm planning on um my weekend plans are to write to work on that and to finally take down my christmas lights because it's done raining so
2: you're so nice jackie i love how fucking woodworky you are like Uh it's turning out real cool also, I want one of those, like, sunglass things that you have when you walk in your okay. house. With the... We're going
0: to start putting in orders. <laughs> <laughs> I got a stamp. I ordered a stamp to put on my woodworking projects.
1: Oh, that's cool. I, Show fun. them the design, Jax. Is it going to be, off. like, a brand okay. where you, yeah, like, you burn it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's I so cool. That. It's a brand, yeah. I it's love cool. that. All right, well, uh, look at us. We kept it under an hour.
2: That's Whoa, it for us. Impossible because I came on so late. What did you guys do? That's how I got we
0: here? that's how we kept it under an hour. You came yeah. on so late.
2: Catch <laughs> <That's laughs> exactly me next how. time
0: And I was on top of you guys today. I was sticking to my, my time schedule.
2: Mm-hmm. Schedule. <laughs> okay.
1: Even Have the before. best weekend
0: available to you. We'll catch you next week. Bye. I love
1: you all. Bye. Bye, Mom. Bye.
2: Fierce Fan Media.